All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, it is Rachel Feldman here at Healthy Hustle Podcast, and I'm so pumped to have Michelle Ellis. I'm going to let her introduce herself because we have known each other for way, way too long. Tell, tell everyone before we dive into owning your story, building a successful and thriving business, tell everyone a little about you. <laughs> Thanks for the introduction. So I'm Michelle Ellis. I've been a copywriter now for at least five plus years, but really I was underneath the health coach VA copywriter umbrella uh, since 2013. I graduated from IIN, so former health coach. And yeah, I absolutely love writing everything when it comes to storytelling, copywriting, organic marketing, and really just helping coaches and health coaches specifically because that's my that's your passion. Uh, yeah, that's like that's where why. I started. Yeah. <laughs> and so to move that industry forward and get to be a part of it, even behind the scenes is why I love doing what I do. <laughs> so talk to everyone because I'm sure anyone listening is, so she's been in my shoes. She totally gets it. So tell everyone just even a little about your business when you first started, because I think whether you're new or whether you're a new coach, you're like, oh my God, tell me please. Or somebody who has been in this industry, it's always nice to hear how somebody started. Yeah, it's interesting. So when I first started health coaching, obviously that's how we met because I stumbled across you in one of the marketing groups that the school had at the time and found like, oh, a spring detox and like all these detox programs. And I'm like, this was great because at the time I was really struggling as a new health coach with all the things, starting a new business, wanting to coach clients, not knowing, okay, well, how am I going to do this online? Should I be doing this online? Should I be doing this in person? Should I be doing a combination? What are all the assets that I need? A website? How you am know? I doing this with kids? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, and it was just, I wanted it to be time efficient and I wanted to hurry up and coach people. <laughs> I didn't want to just spend all my time marketing or designing my business cards or brochures or trying to book all these sessions. I really just wanted to coach people. And so I did a little bit of both to where I was going into local, that felt easiest for me to go into the stores I was already shopping at. And, you know, wild by nature was the one that actually, well, you and I talk about that yeah. all the time because you yeah. and I said how often coaches were like, I'm going to build in the online space yeah. just because you're building the online space doesn't mean that you can't build a referral network locally. 
So I'm glad, yeah. I'm so glad that you said that, even though I interrupted you. <laughs> okay. It's the truth. I, that's where I felt most comfortable. So I was already shopping at the store. So I was like, well, I'll just go into wild by nature. I saw and admired all the business cards that I saw posted. And I even, I, it was funny because I saw another health coach too, and she was more out East, but she was also a graduate of IIN. And I was just like, wow, this is cool. So I felt like I was really like a part of something, a movement happening. And I remember approaching them and it was the funniest thing ever. Cause they had a couple locations on Long Island, three locations. And one was really close to my house, only 30 minutes away. So I remember just emailing back and forth. Cause I, I went up to somebody, they said, just email what your topic would be. And it was on digestion. And I was like, okay, I want to do a workshop. And funny thing is I was booked. I was on their calendar and then they finally released their calendar. I, I, that was like the coolest thing ever to get in on their calendar and see my name and that I was a health coach and that I was going to do this workshop. And I was so excited come to find out it was so funny it was actually at a different location not <laughs> closest to my house I had a drive I'll never forget it was like 45 minutes to get there plus traffic and I still did it because I was like I'm on that calendar and I'm <laughs> gonna show up but I also thought it was cool because it was on the borderline of the county so I had people coming from two different counties to the talk which I thought was really cool and I remember like there was a natural holistic doctor there and just getting that connection that visibility and that connection yeah and they wanted the same thing we passed our business cards to each other it was okay you refer to me I could refer to you how could we help each other that's what the whole thing was about and after that I was like okay this is really cool I want to keep doing this and so I would go into the gyms and post the flyers for the detox like all the things that I saw you talking about and I was like okay I got to do this (laughs) I'm just gonna do it scary but you have to do it I mean I think that's the part that coach was saying to me the other day she's okay I got a program what do I do now? And I said to her, you can post on social media, you can do organic, but that still takes time. Don't think that it's just going to happen right away. And you need to be using maybe even your personal page on Facebook if you're comfortable. But Mm -hmm. I told her at the end of the day, go to people locally who already know you your own yeah. health providers, see if mm-hmm. you can do a workshop, get in front of people and also get used to speaking. Yeah. Get used to, you yeah. know, it's that role. Yeah. And that was really helpful for me. Interestingly enough, the first thing that I did was, cause I had some like network marketing background, like where I was in like previous MLMs and things like that. So I kind of took those principles too of create your list of however many people yeah. can go into your communities, but I didn't want to be coaching like my close friends and family. Like I just did it. I was like, okay, I want to go beyond that. So I reached out to like the local community and also online. The first thing that I thought of, I was in all these mom groups. So I was in all of these moms, like all these moms reaching out and asking questions. And they even allowed me to post like some recipes, like a recipe book in the files section of the group. I didn't pitch because that wasn't allowed, but people did message me. So it organically happened and both online, you know, and offline in the community. And I just kept doing that. And it felt really good and comfortable. Like I'll never forget. I did, uh, it was like a holiday ditch the belly bloat or something. It was something, Oh, muffin top. That's what it was. Muffin (laughs) and melting the muffin top for the holidays. And I had gotten like 50 plus people into my free group online. And I was so excited because I was like, wow, that's really awesome. Because then I had people locally who were joining the Facebook group and people online and all came from just those marketing efforts of like really having conversations. 
Well, just and like, I think you brought yeah. up something that I just want to highlight before we even go on is that you were like, that's what it was about. It was about making connections. And I think that mm -hmm. we fail to remind ourselves that yeah. even in the online space, we have to get in front of other people's podcasts. Like we have to do these, this kind of connection marketing. We can't yeah. just expect that somebody's going to land on our page. But I did tell this woman the other day, I said, listen, still to this day, and I do paid ads, which I didn't do paid ads back then. I said, mm -hmm. my first clients, people still to this day find me on YouTube. I said, because if somebody's searching intentionally, where are they going to go? They go to YouTube because yeah. they go learn. Yeah. maybe now they're going to TikTok as you and I were talking about the other yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. I, I always think if somebody is Googling, where are they going to land first? So, all right, well, we've talked enough about this. Let's actually get in because uh, you and I were just saying, well, let's keep this up 20 minutes. <laughs> let's make it doable for the person. So we want to make it doable. We're keeping to our goals. All right. So we're going to dive into something that I think is extremely important, gets either overlooked or misunderstood, which yeah. is how to make that connection with your ideal client. We're talking about all the things that we need to get our business going, but we're going to hear crickets if we're not connecting. So mm -hmm. since you love storytelling, can you dive into a little about how do you get your ideal client to really connect with you in a sea of people doing the same thing? Yeah. And I think it, it's funny because it kind of plays off that connection building locally, online and offline, because back then when you're in person and before the live buttons came out before like all of the cool technology that we have now, it really was about conversations and having those conversations with people and I, and that connection. And I think that somewhere, I don't know why, but coaches specifically, or even just small business owners, they get this mindset of like when they market, it's like sales, right? So it's always like this push, this push. And somewhere along the lines, that conversation and connection gets lost, but really it needs to stay present everywhere. So whether it's a blog, don't get the mindset of, I'm just going to share some content and throw some tips out there. There should still be a conversational tone and approach as if you're just talking to one person in the room. And the same thing with emails, the same thing with private messaging people, inviting to your Facebook group, your social media posts, like whatever you're doing and having that connection, start the conversation first. And that's where you kind of have that coaching conversation, right? So it's like taking your coaching skills into your marketing skills to say and listen if you're talking to somebody or if they hopped on your list, even for a freebie about something specific, what their pain is about. So your emails and everything that you do should really be saying and asking those questions. Like, how do you feel if you are struggling with weight loss? What does that really look like to you to not be able to lose weight? Are you skipping out on the parties? Like having that conversation and, and going back to relatability and really talking about your own story 
because when you do that, and, and that's the thing, it's not like your core one single story that's like on your about page. It's all of the stories that you've built up and collected throughout the entire years to relate to whatever those same emotions are. So if somebody's feeling like a lack of confidence or if they feel lonely, which is the biggest uh, reason why everyone hires a coach is because they're they feel alone and they need support. And so always going back to that in conversation and telling your story at the same time saying, if you're writing an email and somebody is feeling like, let's say the topic of the email is struggling to lose weight and they feel just a lack of confidence. They feel like they're never going to be able to do it. Talk about that. What was that like? And if you don't have a similar story. I was just going to, are you reading my mind? Because I was <laughs> just going to say, there are so many coaches and I can think of one right off the top of my mind in, in my membership. And in our in the membership, which is where she doesn't that weight loss story wasn't part, yeah. but she shares it in a way where it's mm-hmm. it's so relatable because it's yeah. not just about her story. She's talking about things that she's witnessed, things that she's experienced. Exactly. So can you give yeah. a tip for anybody who may be in a need? They have either helped somebody else or it, or it pains them. They have that empathy. They decided to really focus yeah. on that niche, and it's not their personal story. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's really going back to what those emotions are and tying that in specifically with emails too, right? Because they appear like they're personal letters to people. Like if somebody tying in what's that emotion. So let's say they feel defeated. They feel hopeless, like whatever the result they're trying to get. And you know what that feels like at some point, because we're human. So it's that human connection of, okay, well, I know what it's like to feel that loneliness or to feel that like you're defeated, like you can't do it. Tie in a story that doesn't even, it may not even have to do with weight loss or whatever their end goal is, but it could totally be about what that emotion is. That's a great point. That's such a great point because I think we often forget that when we think about the marketing piece. Yeah. Forget that it's like, feeling overwhelmed or feeling hopeless. We can feel that in other places of our life. It's how we got through that trial and tribulation. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And then also tying in like client stories or just the things that you see going on in the world today and how it makes you feel. If, If you're, let's say a coach who is dealing, let's say you're focusing on hormones or something and a news article just came out and let's say it's marketing like this new magic drug or something and you feel a certain way about it, talk about it like an open letter about this new topic and send an email out of how you feel about it and talking about how you have people to really see that human side exactly that's really what it boils down to so that we don't become these marketing machines that that kind of lose sight of that emotional connection and i I think the best launches are the ones that ditch a lot of the strategy and talk more about like that story driven approach like they'll include strategy like we know we should have x amount of emails and they should go out on this time but like forget the template sometimes and just talk from the heart. That's the biggest connection, especially on social media. That's what people and want. I think for a lot of coaches, they are introverted personalities. Mm-hmm. So I think talking about this for someone is getting comfortable. Yeah. Like how do you actually make your story mm-hmm. about them, but you're sharing your story. And so can we dive into that next part? Like, how do you actually share your story? Are yeah. you really telling those relevant parts of what happened? What was life? What drops you to your knees? What do you learn? What do you teach? 
Yeah, I think a lot of that boils down to speaking to those specific pain points and putting yourself in your ideal client's shoes. So if you know what their 3am wake up problem is, if what they worry about all day, what drives them crazy, they wish they could just accomplish, they just feel like all the things standing in their way, the limiting beliefs, the all of the emotion, and really feeling through that, then it'll be easier to approach that in a story-driven approach and say, if your ideal client, let's say is women 30 to 40 or something like that, you can have an email that goes out and say, look, I speak to so many women that are between 30 and 40 years old. And this is what they go through every single day and like bullet point list it and describe those different experiences, not just the vague, like general of, oh, they struggle with weight gain or they struggle with lack of energy, but but saying why and what, how that represents in their life. So if they're, what does that lack of energy do for them? Does it mean they can't go, you know, to their kid's soccer game, or does it mean that they're still working a nine to five and they feel like completely done by noon, like really just describing their story, what that's like for them. And then tying it into, I understand at one time in my life, that's what I was going through until I discovered whatever that solution is. Well, and I love that you're talking about that. We can even break this down with what is the approach on an about me website? Because I think there's a few different places that we tell our story. We tell our story on social media. We tell Mm -hmm. our story on a website. We're telling our story, even when we have a webinar (laughs) or Mm -hmm. a workshop. I mean, we're always telling our story to some degree, but let's even talk about websites. Cause I see a lot of people who there's like a laundry list of Mm -hmm. all of their certifications, their accolades. And how is it that you represent yourself and say, this is what I've accomplished, but also again, making it a relatable story. So that person sees you beyond just the accolades. Yeah. I think it's interesting because that's like that business mindset approach of, oh, I'm a business. So I have to look really professional. And that's great. If you have a corporate niche, like I think that you should have it differently on your website, if that's who your target market is. If, but if your target market is like the everyday people, you're not targeting these corporate businesses, then I would say really leading in on that about page with you're here because, and you talk about what those immediate pain points are, and then you transition the conversation into introducing yourself and the things you've gone through in life that make it relatable, understandable, and really highlighting exactly what that experience is like emotionally, as well as the victory that happened. And now what you do in your coaching life, what's your mission now? Who are you coaching? And what are you helping them achieve, helping them overcome? And then going back like right around the end to the call to action, to having something there where you're leading them to really a call, I think is great in the health coaching niche because that's where that conversation happens. So on that about page, if you can relate, if you understand, if you've gone through XYZ or if you're looking to achieve whatever that result is too, I help women do this or whoever the target market is and describing exactly what the results are, book a free discovery session with me. But the whole time you're having the, you're opening the conversation to knowing they know as soon as they land on that page that you get them because you've already identified their pain points in like the first three lines. You can also ask an open question. Have you ever felt blah, 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 blah. Do you feel this way? Are you ready to whatever the result is? And really talking about that journey and not 
this long winded when I was three journey. Cause sometimes that's too long. Like really say- the most relevant on yeah. your journey, which exactly. can you can tell quickly before we go on to this next part, what is a hero journey? Cause I know coaches are going to hear this. So that's, I think, so relevant when you're picking out your signature program and you're really picking out who you want to special, what you want to specialize in, who you want to work with. Yeah, I think the hero journey is really about this transition of getting them through the door and walking them on what that journey should look like. Because people typically don't come in, let's say they have a whatever their result is that they want to achieve you don't usually say, oh, I want to sign up for usually a six month program right off the bat. There's these baby steps that people have to walk through and they, they have to, it has to feel doable for them. So taking them through this approach of, okay, well, maybe they'll start with a 10 day program and then maybe they can go to a 30 day program and maybe they can go on to the next which level. Because these are the steps yeah. that I'm taking, which is similar yeah. to a coach mapping out their hero journey. Like, yeah. What were the steps, the essential steps, not just at three yeah. years old, but what were those essential highlights and steps that mm -hmm. are in your own journey that can help that person relate and identify with the steps that you're taking this person through? Yeah. And it really should be a step-by-step -step approach in their journey because that's the easiest thing. If somebody has, if they're obese, let's say, and they have a hundred pounds or something to lose for their health it's going to seem too hard to just jump in something. So, so if you handhold them and you walk them through, okay, I understand. Let's just start really small. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's start small. Let's make some small little shifts and then they get a win moment. And then they feel like they get the strength to move on to the next step in the journey and the next step. And so throughout that whole entire process, it's really about handholding them and coaching them through a similar journey, either that you went on or just your ideal client. And that's just something you really want to well, and I love that you just said that because when you think about that and that hero journey, like the, these were, you have the part where it's, these were the trials and tribulations. This is what I learned. But then you have those really clear steps that you took or that you're talking about that you developed because you wish you took them. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a really big one too, right? So a lot of it's, we've gone through, I know even I, with my own health issues, like trial and error, trial and error. And I think that's a lot of what draws health coaches into becoming a health coach is because we've walked that journey. So we want to save other people the time we found like what really works yeah. and really walking your ideal client through that in a story driven way where you're really meeting the needs, the small little goals that they should be achieving your ideal client. What does that look like? So if you start with the freebie, you don't want to overwhelm somebody by talking about losing a hundred pounds. Let's just get a few off and see how you feel. Let's just add. IIN was so big on not eliminating stuff, but adding more of the good stuff in your life. And I think that was like so approachable, like for most people that if we come from that angle in our marketing, well, let's just not worry about what we're taking away. Let's just add some more good, healthy stuff, no matter what the niche is, like taking that and making it approachable and doable yeah. for people, no matter how busy their life is and really sticking to what the pain points are what it looks like and represents in their life on a daily basis and what is so amazing and unique about your solution compared to anything else out I th there. I think that's the key part because when we say, how do you stand out in a sea of coaches? Mm -hmm. Because everyone 
I mean, there, of course, there are going to be people who specialize in the same area, but yeah. it's your signature approach. And as long as it makes sense, and I know that you were saying like, you need to see those steps, as long as it makes sense and you see those steps that your ideal client that you wish you would have taken or your friend or your family member or just what you know has to happen in this world, that's when that's when it becomes much easier to convert yeah. and to not and to attract your ideal client and to have them identify with you and to really speak that language. So I feel like we have ended at a really good place. I would just love you to give maybe a tip for anyone who is, I don't have a story. Yeah, I think everyone has a story and sometimes it may be buried. Sometimes we bury these stories that we're too afraid to tell or we think it's too deep, it's too it's too much. We're all humans, we've all experienced. Nobody has a perfect life, some better than others, but there's always stories to tell. And you know what? It doesn't always have to be negative. It doesn't have to be this painful story. Maybe someone doesn't have a painful story, but maybe they have this like magical story of, I remember one time writing a website for somebody who was healthy their whole entire life. Mm. And they were raised on a farm and they grew up on an organic farm. They were always healthy and they were just stunned by the sickness in the world because they never experienced it. And so we had taken the approach of wanting to be that person that goes out and shares that message in the world so that they just wanted to stop weakness. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be negative. It could just be like, Hey, I'm just here to make change and I want people to be healthy. Here's why this is so important to me. So really it boils down to why is this so important to you? Why do you want to change the world and make it healthy? Oh, I love that. I mean, that is such a pure, great example. I remember interviewing Reed Davis, who is the head of FDN. And he said, when I got into health, I wasn't sick. I wanted change. He's like, there wasn't like this bad. He's like, if anything, I knew that I had great energy. I wanted more energy. I wanted to have complete control over my life on what I could do. And if I wanted to get on a plane and have six hours of time difference, I wanted to not have jet lag. And I yeah. thought that's such a great thing because I think so many of us get stuck thinking that we need to have this horrible story. And I know when people have heard my story, they're like, but I don't have a story like yours. It's, but you have, <laughs> no one has a story like yours. That's yeah, why your yeah. ideal client is going to identify yeah. with you compared to somebody else, but you still have a story. Exactly. Always a story, always a mission, always that deep burning why of why you want to do this. And that's what really needs to be shared all the time <laughs> in as many different ways as you possibly can. And just continue that because repetition is key too. And so when people continually see that you're showing up all the time with this, your message all the time, they get attracted to that. And then the conversations just start and they get to know you better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, guys, if you were not blown away and taking notes on this one, then please, you have to go drink some green juice, <laughs> maybe a, <laughs> a matcha tea, get that energy, come back and listen, because this was a game changer. And I know that it was a game changer for me as I got real clear on how to share my story and attract my ideal client versus just sharing my story and not thinking about those emotions. So that was a big change for me when I was able to connect that pain, the solution, talk about my ideal client, but make it relatable.
So Michelle, thank you for being here. And guys, stay tuned for the next one. If you haven't seen latest episodes, go and check them out. And with that being said, we're going to see you on the flip side. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> all right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon.